Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me. Now I wanted to do an extra episode this week because I've been getting a few questions around how the heck we've transitioned our gym to be fully online now that we have restriction in place with the fitness industry. And I've had some questions around how we're making it work, um, what's working, and basically the logistics of you know transitioning a in-person training facility into 100% online because of the restrictions with the virus. So I thought that I would just record a podcast and give you some information and give you some insight into what we are doing, what's working well, what needs a little bit of extra work, um, and potentially where I'm going to be spending my efforts going forward. So we are at the end of week two of the restrictions with the fitness industry, and we have been online 100% for two weeks now. Now, the you know we all know that for us in the industry, it came like hard and fast, um, as did most restrictions of what's going on. Now, I made the decision to fully close down on the Sunday night, so we transitioned our whole gym online on Monday morning, and we moved in from there. So basically, the first thing that happened when I saw what was going on with all of the restrictions is going, okay, cool. First and foremost, what is the best thing for our community? And the best thing for our community was to get everyone home and help to hashtag flatten the curve and do what we could do in that respect. So I made the decision on the Sunday night before the restrictions came out to do what I needed to do to go ahead and close down the gym now. Um, and also it was pretty evident that this was going to be happening based on what else is happening in the world. So I, you know, I shifted into that, that mindset and that, that frame of mind of going, okay, this is happening. This is still shit, but this is what we are dealing with right now. So what do you need to do as the owner, as the head coach, as the leader of your community, as the boss for your staff, what do you need to do to one, make sure the health and safety and the well-being of your community is taken care of? And instantly when I asked myself that question and came up with the answer, it was a no-brainer. It was to continue to run my services and continue to be there as a fully-fledged business during this time because my community will need us more so now than ever. And it's no different to prior to COVID as it is now. Um, We train really strong women to opt into life and to explore their strength in a safe and supportive environment and give them, you know, a, a space to be whoever they want to be, to feel however they want to feel and to explore whatever the goals they are that they want to explore within an environment that is catered towards our community. And I knew that when I answered that question, that was just like, okay, I don't know exactly how this is going to go. I don't know so many things around how it's going to be received, but I know one thing that if we don't do this, there are going to be so many of our ladies and our community will suffer. I know that we've been a safe haven for our ladies for many years. And when we come to a challenging time, 
that's going to be more so. So that was the driver that made that helped me to make the decision to really make this a legitimate turnover into a online service and not just mess around and, you know, kind of do it half-assed. I knew I really wanted to do this to the best of my abilities because my ladies still need a completely fully-fledged training service. It just would not be in person anymore. So when I made that decision that this is what we were going to do, I was all systems go. And during that Sunday night, that was like the pivotal part of organization. So that Sunday morning, we had actually been at a competition. Um, two of our girls were competing, and it was also it was like the last comp for the foreseeable future. And it was like a powerlifting comp where it was social distancing. Um, it was very weird. There was no spectators. Um, there was like, it yeah, it was super, super strange. There was no refs. There was no tech desk. If, if you can just imagine lifting in a gym where everyone's spaced out and everyone's wearing comp gear, but the energy was really beautiful. It was just a very odd situation. And once we'd finished that comp, I went home and all of the stuff started to fly through. As I was at the comp, the news was starting to come through and around restrictions and it really just had me thinking, hey, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to make some action tonight. And that's, that's what I then did. So I got home, I sat down and had some food and I spoke with my husband. I said, look, this is what I'm deciding to do. Um, I'm going to go to the gym now and I'm not sure what, what time I'm going to come back. Um, but the reason I'm going now is I need to sort this out for the girls and that actually, um, when I say that, like it obviously makes me upset and brings tears to my eyes because, oh, I remember that. I remember when on that Sunday and I was just like so, I had so much conviction around what I was doing because I knew that that was the right decision for my community. So I have I have feelings of love and just happy tears um, because I, I knew that it was go time. And so from that Sunday night, um, I went to the gym and I started to roll out what the hell was going to happen. And I'd already thought about this prior. I actually put my child into an extra day of childcare on the Wednesday prior because I could see where this was going. So I did a day of planning on the Wednesday prior around what the packages would look like, what the service level would look like, how it would change. So I already had the like five hours of preparation just sitting there. And it was on the whiteboard. We've got a, a separate whiteboard. That's pretty much my scribble board. And those three programs that we have in on site now in the facility, um, I looked at the changes that would happen to put it online. So I'd already done that because I was pre-planning the, the problem that was going to come. And then on that Sunday night, it was going, okay, cool. What do we need to do? And I had was in contact with staff and, um, you know, saying, looking at the jobs that need to be done and just delegating out like crazy. And it was hard because... In hindsight, I feel like maybe I could have moved earlier or faster, but this is all coming back now, right, after doing the experience. But that Sunday night, um, all of my team were on deck. I had two of the girls that actually came in, and they were with me till midnight that night. And I had one of my other staff members at home busting her ass on the computer, and then my other staff member who does all my admin work, he was at home as well. And I just delegated out what needs to be done. Okay, cool. Can you guys please do your programs? We literally needed to do like 17 new programs um, for all of our girls to accommodate the new training at home. Um, we had to then look at equipment as well. So I decided that I just was going to clear out my whole gym because my girls need to train and have their outlet. And it was uh, it was just the first thing that came to me. I was like, of course, I'm going to have a whole facility of equipment. What, what am I going to use it for? 
And so I started delegating out equipment and then talking with the coaches around what equipment each person would get. And then obviously constructing programs around the equipment, et cetera, et cetera. And quite literally, that was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. Um, we had like 11 barbells in our facility and to like the things to consider was going, you know, obviously from a safety point of view, who needs to be transitioned out of strength blocks um, safely? Because obviously if someone's been training in that way for a period of time, it's, it's, it's going to be negligent if you give them a training regime that's completely the opposite. It's going from zero to a hundred and then a hundred to zero and back again. So I had to consider, all right, who needs to have a barbell right now? Gosh, who can do what in their space? How big is this person's house? What exercises can we do? What restrictions do we have? So that was very, that was a huge task. And that's what two of the two coaches did all night is they programmed their little butts off and they did an amazing job to do so. And then my gym manager, she was with me too. And she was me and her were just always back and forth. Okay, what do we need to do? What do we need to do now? So I had done some videos in our Facebook group around this has come up, guys. Restrictions are coming through. I think as a leader, um, especially in a time when there's a lot of confusion, I knew that amongst all this noise, I had to be completely clear with everyone. And I was my face was on... Um, on Facebook Live in our Facebook group instantly. And I was just going, okay, guys, I, I didn't pussyfoot around and I didn't say anything that I didn't know. I was just like, this is where we're at. This is what's happening. We're going to fully transition online because the gyms are going to be closing. And I don't know what that looks like just yet, but I will let you know as soon as I do. And even them just hearing from me and having that reassurance from us that things were going to be handled our end, I know it gave them some a sense of control and they could breathe a little bit. So I was just staying on top of my communication with the wider community because, you know, as we're consuming things on media, we're going to have lots of questions and I can't control everything outside and I can't control what they're consuming or what's going on. What I can control is the channel that I put through my own Facebook channels and my support groups. So I was very, very clear on that's what I needed to do is be the person that speaks up and says the things that need to be said and make the decisions that need to be made. So we decided then that we obviously need to send out um, communications to the community. So we sent out instructions of how to go ahead and get onto the online sessions. Um, we looked at booking people into our new sessions. We looked at creating the timetable changes. This was all done in like five hours. It was crazy the amount of work that we got done when we needed to get it done. Um, we had actually, I had been working my butt off for oh, probably about a year now on doing an online platform. So I for sure haven't been planning for an a pandemic, but I've been planning for expansion and planning to have all the work that I do available online. Um, I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of videos and a lot of just information and education. And I had created what's called our ladies login. So it's an online platform where everything that we do is available for our ladies um, and I had been chugging away for the last 12 months to do so. And we just actually finished a really big module on the online platform called the nutrition, um, the nutrition seminars. And we, oh gosh, that, that literally took about four months to complete. So I had been getting resources done by a dietitian, thinking about what nutrition stuff is out there. And then what do I need to do to fill the gaps for our ladies and how is this relevant, et cetera, et cetera. So we just finished those modules and put them onto the online platform so I knew I'm so glad to roll that out and just have that available because that's a big, um, a big confusion for a lot of a lot of our ladies, whether it's 
prior to COVID or not or not. So there's so much stuff in our online platform, whether it's an exercise database, stuff about goals, stuff about nutrition, um, stuff about you know mindset development, um, reassessing goals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I had a big a, a big asset, a really big asset that I'd been building for 12 months. And when I, you know, when we truly had like realized that this was going to be the reality, I was just thanking previous row for putting in so much work because I know that having that platform there made this transition so much easier. And so what happened from there is I then went that night filming some videos of the new programs for, for our group program going ahead and filming some more exercises that needed to be filled in terms of our database. And I, I'm so fine to be on camera, so I did a lot of the on-camera stuff and a lot of the talking and all that kind of stuff. And the girls and the coaches did all the programming. And then my gym manager did all the logistics of session times and organizing comms. And in the back burner, um, my admin guy, he was just sitting there and going, okay, cool, how can I help? What do I need to do to plug, plug the holes here? So yeah, it was, there was a lot of stuff that happened on that Sunday night. And I, I know that the reason I was able to make that happen is that for one, I had to say and sit down and go, okay, what does each person need to do or can they do? And how can we work individually to come together collectively to make this thing be done? And yeah, um, Gosh, it's almost, it's very weird to think about that time. It's only like two weeks ago now, but it feels like the last two weeks have been an eternity that's been lived, right? So yeah, the the girls, the coaches did all the logistics. Um, I was very much on communications and videos and how the structure of the new business would be. And then bro, my gym manager was delivery of logistics. So we rolled out that Sunday night. I was very mindful that a lot of the comms I had to get out we likely had to get the messages out by like 9 p.m. because obviously people are going to bed and it's not fair or appropriate to be talking to them and sending through messages really, really late. So we, I had to go ahead and send a lot of stuff early and almost like tell it what it is and then figure it out. And that's some of the stuff that did happen. So I ended up being at the gym till 1 p.m. that night, making sure that all the little mini HQs that we were going to send off to all the girls was organized. Um, I had all the equipment ready, all the programs were printed out, and then I gave them all the times the next day for them to come and collect their gear. So from Monday morning, I got home at like oh, like 1.30, and then I said that I'd be there from 6 a.m. for collection, so I had to get up at 5, so I literally had a few hours sleep. And all the next day, I was literally there all the next day as girls came in, collected their um, equipment and their programs and that was a very hard day already I was so sleep deprived um, but it was really emotional because I actually like I just couldn't hug them and like you could tell because all the all the things that were coming through right like they just needed a hug and I just wanted to hug them so bad and obviously with social distancing I couldn't and I didn't expect that day to be that hard and I think like I know I'm going to remember that day because it's like my gym went from just like so full of life and so full of our community to being completely bare and it was a very surreal moment and ironically this is actually quite funny and this will take me out of my tears um like a week prior we had just paid our last bill for our equipment so we've been in our facility for three years and we paid like the final 
the final um, paycheck for paying off our equipment. And then a week later, my whole gym is empty from the gear that I had just paid debt free. And I remember thinking that like, well, wow, that is some universal balance shit right there. You go from finally having all this gear that's now yours and then... 24 hours later you have none of it (laughs) so it was a very very weird experience and I just it was really hard like every single girl um, apart from a couple that came the next day they all came in and collected their stuff and I had a chat to all of them and just you know saw how they were and it was a very weird day but I'm so glad that I was able to be there for that day to give them the gear and just like you can say so much to someone without like hugging them right like you can you can read so much on their face and you can just read so much in their body language so I'm so glad that I got to have that opportunity to to just say hey I love you and it's going to be okay and you know we'll get through this so that was on the Monday and that's when like we had already started rolling out sessions so the first lot of sessions started that morning and all the coaches jumped into zoom and we were off on online coaching and yeah, it was just, it was the girls, the coaches just did an amazing job. Um, you know, my coaches are very, like I've trained them to be very uh, direct and hold authority and they're good coaches. They're really, really great coaches. And whether it was online or in person, they didn't falter at all. Um, of course, there was a lot of logistics around who's going to talk and internet breaking and all that kind of stuff. But the, the girls just took it by their stride. So just like we would do normally, we're an appointment only facility. So what that means is that no one comes into our gym, just whatever. It's not a 24 hour gym. So it was the same when we transitioned online. Um, Everyone knew what sessions they were in. They determined them with their coach. Um, We've got caps on our limits. So it was the same deal online um, as we were in person. So we just started running sessions and, and as per from there, um, my gym manager and myself were doing a lot of shadowing. So we'd jump into the sessions online as well, see how it's been run, give them feedback that day, everything, you know, if your energy was low, Hey, can we just pick it up here? Hey, can you spend more time explaining your preposition of the, of the start of the session? Um, and as sessions keep going through, you know, we're into two weeks now and I feel like the coaches are just doing a really good job. Like the girls are moving so well, technical, um, technical coaching is not suffering, um, the energy is not suffering, and the vibes that we've got going on is is it's definitely different. It's not the same. I'm not gonna lie and say it's the same. It's not, but we're making the most of what we've got right now. And for that, I'm so freaking grateful that the coaches are over delivering there. Um, so yeah, we're just just you know pivoting with what online training is and in, in, in terms of delivery. So just to give you maybe some thoughts around online coaching um, through a Zoom lens, I've noticed that when it comes to energy, um, if you're coaching sessions, you know, you really, really have to over-deliver with your energy because you don't have the usual environment of being in our facility. You know, it's our job as coaches. We're not just here to motivate people. That's not our job. But people come to us to gain, gain, you know, get education and get a particular result and feel good and all those reasons why people start training. And we need to really, really be there and and deliver that in a Zoom session. So that's one big thing is if your tone is down or your body language is down, like you can feel it across the screen. Um, another thing is you have to be so organized with online coaching. You know, all of my coaches now are pre-planning how they're going to progress their, their girls in sessions. 
um, what alternatives might need to be had because of the movements for each girl. So what regressions or progressions and how can we load a little bit extra? What kind of household items might help? Um, and uh, on a side note, also, we've actually changed the sessions in terms of how many people are there. So one of our, well, both of our group sessions actually have got maximum six people in person. And we've just noticed that um, it's a little bit too much with one of our programs is semi-private. So we've dropped that down to four people per session. So we included more times on our calendar because it just meant that it was, um, it was impacting quality of service. And that is the first thing is that if we aren't delivering coaching to the highest standard, that's not okay in my book. So we added more sessions and spanned people out into, you know, split up people into other times. Um, and it just means we get to spend more time from a coaching standpoint. So yeah. And we've also still been including what's called our conditioning day. So we used to have three of those at HQ. They were Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, and Saturday morning. So that was our, these were our fun days. That sessions like strong women sessions and big AMRAP sessions and, the, the days where we come and we do that sweaty stuff and the music is really loud and they just feel their body and go. We're still doing those sessions and they are amazing. We had one on Saturday. There was 15 of the girls online, um, although they'll be different because we don't have as much gear, but it's still the same community builder and the beautiful energy that we had at HQ. So we've been doing those. One thing that we've also included into our calendar is what's called Coach's Chit Chat, and that's on a Wednesday night. Um, and what I'm doing is I'm delivering that session. So I'm basically preparing information prior, um, doing slides, etc., in order to uh, address a struggle and give them some real tangible stuff to learn and take home and consider from those sessions. So the one last week was about stress and overwhelm, and the one prior to that was about emotional eating. The one I've already thought about for this coming week is going to be around uncontrollable eating and um not being in a not feeling like they're in a space where they've got some you know some conviction around what they're eating because of the new experience so it's always something that's really really pivotal to what's going on um and that has been amazing like last week we had 14 girls at the wednesday night one and i've, I've been recording all of these things so we've been recording our conditioning sessions and recording our chit chat sessions and loading it into our online database so Thank you, previous row, for having that that asset in your business because it's just Zoom, record, load into Vimeo, load into our online database. The girls can come and read it and watch it again over and over again. If they can't come to conditioning, they're doing it again. So I'm just I just see it as building so many like assets in my business and having these resources for our ladies. So that's been a big thing. Um, so yeah, I hope that explains to you how I've been running it um, and some of the resources that we've been using. Other things that I've been doing as the business owner and the head coach is I've been putting a lot of content in our Facebook forum. So we have a Facebook group in which we communicate and we offer more education, more support, more resources, etc. Now, I've just been very mindful about what I've been popping through that channel, not overloading them for one because people don't need to be overloaded right now. It's just making sure that what we're providing gives them the laugh that they need or the support that they need or helps them to gain some insight on the problem that they've got. So I've been very strategic and mindful about the stuff that I'm providing. Um, and the coaches, uh, the, the briefing that we've been doing with our coaches is really, really being high on, for one, understanding where our clients are at, and for two, respecting where they're at. 
So not everyone is in a position where they want to start reassessing goals or setting up routines in their life and all that kind of stuff. Some of them just literally need to know that we are here and that if they need to talk, we're here. But if they just want to come to their sessions and move and, and feel their body, then that's cool as well. So um, another thing that we've changed since this has started is we've got more meetings now. So we are literally touching base as a team three times a week. So Monday, 12 p.m., Wednesday, um, one of my coaches has got some stuff with our manager, and then a Friday as a full team. Because we don't see each other in person, um, now more than ever, we need to be as strong a team as possible. And so we are doing a lot of communication together, and it's been actually working really well. Um, you can you can really see how people are doing when you listen and see them on a screen. So just because we're not in person, it doesn't mean we don't know what's going on. It just means we need a high frequency because um, we don't see each other in normal sessions. So there's been huge logistical changes, but also not too many changes. But obviously the delivery has been wildly different. So we are obviously doing it by Zoom now. Um, sessions are all scheduled with their coach as they would be normally. So that's our personal touch. We don't just have people booking on an app. Um, our coaches have assigned clients. So every single person in our facility has a coach that they work with through sessions into nutrition into mindset and goals etc etc so there's all that element of personal touch um, we've been increasing our meetings as a team um, we've been increasing our value that we're giving to our ladies and relevant information and it's just you know I'm really just stopping and thinking every single day what do they need and that's how I feel like we are getting through this right now is always having my clients and my ladies at the forefront of my mind. What are the problems that they've got and how can I help to solve them? Um, what do they need right now? What do they not need right now? And that's how we've been as a management team delivering what we need to deliver and then also going, what does my team right, need right now? Because at the end of the day, I don't provide everything to my team. They do more coaching than I do. So if my team are not being nurtured and my team are not getting what they need, then our community is not going to get it either. So as the business owner, it's been looking at two different lens and looking at obviously the community as our ladies and then making sure my team's all cool. So do they need to have an extra day off and do I need to jump in and do some coaching and where do I need to take charge? So it's been a very challenging couple of weeks. Um, I don't, like I feel like I haven't had a time to really... Um, not relax, but like just have some downtime. Um, and I'm very mindful of that because I can't keep working at this pace. Um, but I also know that this pace is relevant and uh, it's needed right now. Um, although last night I sat down and watched that weird program on Netflix about the man with the tigers. Um, and boy, oh boy, that's some fucking weird, crazy shit. But you know what? I think that's exactly what I needed last night. Um, and tonight, again, I've got another Zoom call coming up um, at 7pm on a Sunday night because I just really felt the calling to be like, this is an invitation I'm giving to anyone that wants to jump on the line with me and just ask questions around health and fitness and how I can help them. So this is my mission. And although I've been, I've been, I have been clogging a lot of hours, I've been plugging and, and plodding along. Um, I don't feel drained. I don't feel... I don't feel exhausted anymore. The first couple of days, yes, I was very exhausted. I, I do feel very fulfilled and and really right on the money of what I should be doing. 
Um, but I am very mindful that if I go 100 miles a minute, then I'm going to burn myself in the ground. So I do feel like right now I'm in a position where I'm not on the back foot anymore, and that's two weeks in, meaning all the logistics are taken care of, and I feel like the systems are running well. Um, but of course, I'm going to be still looking at those things and seeing how we can do them better. I just don't feel like I've got a massive pile of things to do when I wake up the next day. So that's a nice feeling. Um, so my efforts for the coming week, month, however long this is going to be, is first and foremost, my ladies. It was the same then, it is the same now. What do my ladies need in order to continue to progress themselves and their health and fitness goals? And what do they need to feel their strength, celebrate their strength and be, you know, these women that love themselves and feel themselves and, and everything that is good around what we do. So that's always the lens I look at. And just because we are remote now and online 100%, like that doesn't change anything. It just means the delivery is going to be different. Um, and I want you to think about that if you're a business owner is what did you do prior to COVID? Because chances are that it's going to be the same. And this is when we need to remember our why and our drive right now. So that's what I'm going to be doing for the next week, month, whatever, is thinking about how can I help my ladies to move through this time? What problems do they need to help being solved? Or what space do they need to be held? Or what is our role as a community? What is my role as a leader? And what is our role as BBB? What do, we, what do we provide to our ladies? Why do they come to us? So that will dictate heavily what I do with resource creation, um, extra development sessions, obviously extra Zoom education sessions or whatever that might be. Um, that'll also dictate what I do with the actual sessions. Do we keep the sessions how they are? Do we make the group smaller? Do we add more times? Cool, that's fine. Um, what, you know, same thing with my team. What do they need? It's always going, okay, how can I enhance people's lives instead of deterring from it? And how can I make it as streamlined and, and you know, an awesome place to live? So there's a lot of logistics to deal with with this new environment, but nothing changes with my purpose and nothing changes with why I'm here. So I think that's giving me a real sense of calm because even though there's all these like unknowns right now at least I know why I'm on this planet and I know why I'm here so if I just keep coming back to that the delivery methods will change and the pr production of resources will change and the timetables will change and you know finances will change but if I just keep my eye on what I do then I know that if I keep that lens on and I keep that burning, then I'm always going to find a way to get out of things and I'm always going to find a way to, to fix things and find solutions to things. So, um, yeah, I hope that just conversation to myself recorded for you um, gives you a bit of insight around how I'm handling um, COVID, basically. Um, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It just is what it is. Um, I don't know if I'm going to fully love this new this new way of life for now, but I'm also not accepting it as our normal because I I don't I mean I don't expect it's going to be any over anytime soon, but I'm also not going to create a whole new life around an online coach and online coaching because I like to see people and I like to have that connection in person. So Again, I'm, I'm not going to wish and hope when this might be over because when we do that, we cut ourselves short and 
we you know tie ourselves to a reality that we don't know the answer to so instead of doing that and instead of mourning the loss of when this might happen and change I'm just coming back to the present moment and coming back to my ladies and coming back to why I started my business and why I do this um (coughs) excuse me you know I've been in this industry for seven years now I've been in our current facility for three years we (laughs) We, oh my gosh, that's so weird to think about now. We celebrated our third birthday in March and then April, you know, end of March, start of April, the gym is empty. Um, We were on track to find a bigger facility and move into a bigger space and on all accounts, I'll still be doing that. Obviously, there's going to be logistics that will change, but the reason I'm creating a bigger facility is so I can give my ladies more and welcome more ladies into our community. So nothing nothing changes on that realm. So if we just focus on why we're here and what we do and what is our mission in this space and what is our role as a coach and you know what what do I want to what am I want to contribute to this world um, that that provides me with calm amongst the chaos. So I just you know I think that's a really beautiful thing to look for right now is the calm and the, the serenity of of our mission and our purpose so there you go guys I'll, I'll talk to you another time and i hope that gave you some some insight or just heard me ramble and cry again look that happens quite a lot um actually doesn't it anyway i'll talk to you again sometime soon lots of love bye Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, H on Instagram or rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.